Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast after a massively disappointing performance and 3-1 defeat away at Arsenal. We're still top of the league but not if City win the games in hand and we've also let Arsenal back into it now as well. I'm Dave Usher, editor at liverpoolway.co.uk and joining me for this one I've got Julian Richards and Paul Natton. All right, boys. It's going to be a, a a tough one to a tough one to do. It's not not like the usual ones. We're a bit spoiled, aren't we? We're winning every week. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, Paul, you can start. I mean, sum that up for us because I don't know where to start with it. Oh, I'm just just gutted, really. I mean, I, I don't know. I've I've never. I've always felt. Up. I always felt going into the season and throughout the season that second was where I thought we'd land but then I was just recently starting to get my hopes up and seeing games as a test and we, the performance levels were coming up I mean I, I just thought Wednesday night I thought we were fucking brilliant like I really enjoyed it I felt like on Wednesday we like everyone was tuned into Darwin Maka was just fucking imperious Connor Bradley Fucking hell! So like, I came away from Anfield on uh, on Wednesday night, absolutely bouncing. Albeit, you know, recognizing that Chelsea are very limited, um, but really feeling like you know, with the position that we were in, top of the league, only lost one game all season, which was that complete travesty. And thinking this is a real test for us, we're punching way above where anyone expected us to be punching, and I really feel like we can go there and do something. And so, I guess with that mindset. Seeing what we saw was uh, was just fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all said it in the in the group chat. We saw the team sheet, and it it just there was a couple of like glaring errors from my from my perspective. I think it was there was a lot of consensus around that. Really, I mean, I just. Well, do you want to start with that then? Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I just really feel that um, Gravenberg shouldn't be starting. I just don't think... I mean, Brownie's been saying for a while, to be fair, in, in the chat, he might have said it on here as well, but he should, we should only be using him as a sub at the moment, and I think that's absolutely right. He, he just... He doesn't... He, it, it's obvious he doesn't get the press in the way the others do, but he's also got that kind of, like, languid, slightly dopey body language, which... He doesn't... He, the intensity isn't there no with him. There's no aggression with him. There's no aggression, no, I agree. And, you know, the things that are good when he's just, like, sending someone for the echo and turning and, and, and breaking beyond someone are just the opposite of, of what you want when you're on the back foot and you're trying to press. And and the gaps were there, I think, from the word go with him there. I also so thought... What's was, the alternative, then? I, well, to be he's only playing because Dom's out. So to to be to be honest with you, I, I was I didn't realize Dom was injured until we saw the team. But I I, I mean there was various things in my mind. I thought Robbo looked. I mean I know he's been out for a while, but he's been out with a shoulder injury. So I had, um, so there's there's no reason to think that his actual his, his fitness and his legs should be an issue. So and I thought he looked sharp when he came on on Wednesday. Um, so I would I would have started Robbo at left back, Joe Gomez at right back, and I'd have pushed Trent into midfield. Okay. Um, but then there's an alternative. You could have played Harvey there. I certainly felt when Gravenberg when when it was Gravenberg and Curtis, I saw the Sky um, graphic for the team, and I thought, no, Gravenberg will play on the left. That's that's when he's played in, as an eighty. He always plays on the left. He'll move Curtis. 
and the graphic was correct. I also thought it was bizarre that it was um, Gakpo on the right and Jota through the middle when I thought if it would be the other way around. I mean, to be honest, we want, I wanted Darwin. I mean, especially after Wednesday night and especially after the fact he trained and in the squad. I mean, I just don't know why you don't go with that. Yeah, it was um, not, nothing to do with fitness. Klopp said yeah, that before the game. Just, 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 just really odd. Um, and then I think, you know, the, I think we saw a little bit of a, a mirror image of the cup game and that they started with real intensity. We were, we looked sloppy and, and didn't match their intensity at all, which was a, a shock, I have to say. I was surprised. And then there were so, lots of little things that weren't right. Sloppy passing from Virgil. A couple of things from Virgil, really. Getting himself in sixes and sevens um, with, I think, a little attack from Saka down the right-hand side early on. Uh, I don't feel like our our real our, our man who can dominate the ball got a touch. Maka felt like he didn't touch it for the first fifteen minutes. Trent barely saw the ball, um, and it just it was largely downhill from there. I, I mean, you know, I'm sure we'll get to the goals, but I mean that the, the equaliser was just. I mean, you know, we went in one all and we hadn't had a shot on target even though we'd mm. scored. So I just think it's just so frustrating. Flip side, second half, I, I, we were all I was. Gagging for the subs to happen at half time. He doesn't do it. And then, like, 51 minutes on the clock, they're all stripped off, ready to come on. I'm thinking, what? Why didn't you do this at half time? Mm. And then also, they were starting to, it felt like they were finding a little bit of rhythm. Curtis had sort of slightly before half time, had gone more as a six, like a double pivot, tucked it. He was certainly more tucked in. And then it was emphatically that way, second half. And that just needed a minute or two to bed, in I felt. But then he was making a change. It just seemed incoherent and sloppy. And that's before you get to, like, the second and the third. Just hugely fucking disappointing. Like, I, I mean, the flip side is, you know, we're still top. Um, if we're going to have a three-horse race, that changes the dynamic. We've got players to come back. City have still got to come to us, but nearly all the big games are done now, apart from City coming to Anfield. And Anfield is something that I feel confident about, rather than you know going away to a bigger a big rival like we did today. But Arsenal's I, I got to play City again as well. Yeah, but I just can't be anything other than like just fucking gutted. Like it was shit, <laughs> really shit. You boys must feel exactly the same. It was horrific. Yeah, it's, I'll get to you, Jules, and then I'll say my piece, but. How are you feeling? Yeah, um, I wish we'd lost the cup game, not this game, because the league means a lot more. Um, I don't feel like I feel like Arsenal were just better today. There's no you can there's no real excuses. I don't think we played well, but I think Arsenal had their tactics set up right, the personnel set up right, and you know as as we've said, when you looked at the starting lineup, it didn't feel right. I don't know why. Well. Maybe a, a, a smarter person can explain it, but I would have gone with um, Gomez at right back, Robbo at left back, and put Trent in midfield rather than Gravenberg. Because yeah, yeah he, I don't said. think he, yeah, I don't think he should have been starting, should he? Um, and it just felt a bit listless. Um, like I think Klopp said they were all like really, really shattered after the Chelsea game, so that that might play a little bit into it. Um, Maybe we were, we were lulled a little bit into a false sense of security by that Chelsea game because they're clearly shit, having lost the home, conceding another four goals today to Wolves. Yeah. Um, so maybe we we not not the players or, or the manager, by the way, us as fans, we maybe got a little bit carried away. But you do, I suppose, you play that well, 
Um, and you sometimes forget that Chelsea aren't the Chelsea of old. And you sort of, you know, think that they're you, you're beating a mega power and they're not at the moment. Um, but yeah, it just felt very listless, l- lack of dynamism uh, in the team, and it never really got anywhere. Um, the goal, the second goal we conceded, is is absolutely brainless, and yet I don't actually mind. I mean, I mind it, but I don't mind it that much because we only conceded a goal. We only scored the goal because of Arsenal's own sort of cock up defensively. So it just one seemed to cancel the other out. Um, so really, in my mind, that's just like a two-nil defeat rather than a three-one because one the two defensive mistakes. But the fact is, we didn't really create chances worth anything throughout the game, and whether it's because we're missing Salah for once or Sabosley, or it was just the starting tactics that were wrong, and it just or it was just lack of energy after the game in midweek. I'm not sure, but I do know you can't go to a a, a team uh, away in a title race a title rival and play that listlessly it doesn't mm-hmm. it's n- yeah. it's just not it's not it's not acceptable unfortunately I, and I don't mean that I, acceptable is not the right word it's not what you're looking for and it's a bit of a red flag if you go away and play that poorly like whenever we whenever City have come to Anfield or maybe lost they haven't played poorly it's just been a ding dong battle and the, you know the, the one who punches hardest at the end comes out on top whereas Arsenal punched pretty hard today and it felt like we were just sort of giving them a light tap, a little slap, nothing more. Um, and, uh, you know, all initiatives been handed away to City now. They win their games at hand, they'll be top. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I, I'm sure some, it will all be, I'm not sure what kind of numbers this pod will do or, how, you know, how people will react to it, but I'm sure there'll be some will say, no, you know, we've got to take the positives. The thing is, and if you were, if it was just us versus Arsenal, I'd still feel pretty positive because I just, I'd expect Arsenal to lose other games. Yeah. The problem is Arsenal aren't the problem, yeah. and they never are the problem. The problem is Manchester City, and they're Absolutely. in the middle of a run, and they're probably going to keep on that run, and it's likely, <laughs> and it's a terrible thing to say, and it feels slightly defeatist. And again, I can say it's, I can say this as a fan, I wouldn't expect anyone at the club to feel this way, but it feels sort of like. Yeah, maybe that's the title gone already because City will seize on it, and they will likely run with it, and they'll likely win the league. They've got a you know they've got a nice easy run of fixtures for them, uh, and yeah, you can always go. Well, they might drop a point. They might drop a point, but they don't usually drop those points. Now, now is when they just sort of steamroller everybody. So it feels like maybe I I just felt we we you had to take at least a point. The, the the league like people will say the league is still in our hands it is still in our hands because City have to come to Anfield and if we beat them great it's in their <sighs> hands as well though yeah exactly exactly this was what I was going to say unfortunately on the flip side mm. the City have it in their hands um, so you know I, 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 I'll give credit to Arsenal all credit to Arsenal they played well I think they they, they got their tactics right and their Agreed. players performed at a higher level um, however, I wish Arsenal. I just I could wish I could give Arsenal more credit than, and just to, just tell them to act like they've been there before. Because every, mm. the problem with Arsenal always is is every time they have a result like this, they act like they're the biggest. Um, look, as a mentality thing, it's great, but you never they never follow through with it. But they always act like they're the biggest, the best. You know, they they they're preening, and it's just act like you've been here before and then win it and then you can do that and I can't say a thing uh, you know 
because you'll have won it. But it, it always sticks in the crow with Arsenal because they always come out of it preening and giving it the big guy, and you sort of like, oh, <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> then I, I'm 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 de sort of devolved to the role of I actually don't care about the league title. I just don't want you. To, I just don't want to see you celebrate in this stupid manner, which is really petty. But you know, I suppose that's football fandom. Um, so, yeah, no. Not a lot of positives to take away. I don't think the subs worked when we brought them on. I don't think anything worked. I've seen a quote from Klopp saying it was obvious from the start it wasn't going to be our day. And it's like, oh, I'm glad you can see that when it happens because we can always see that when it happens. So, um, you know, I'd like to give a positive and say, you know, dust off, move on. Um, and the players should, but I'm going to have a sulk because I'm not a player, I'm a fan, and I'm annoyed. Yeah, I, I sort of feel the same way in in that sense it's like we can feel sorry for ourselves and be pissed off and that but they haven't really got that luxury but at the same time they're the ones who can fix this not us there's like there's nothing we can do about it um the thing for me today if we'd have lost that game like in the way i could have envisaged it going where it's like you know we go toe to toe it's like a bit of a ding dong battle chances at both ends they come out of it on top because they either took more chances than we did or maybe you're a bit unlucky, you hit the woodwork or, you know, a sending off changes the game. All, all things that can happen like that. And it's like, because I, I would never have expected us to go from now to the end of the season winning every single game. We were always going to drop points somewhere. But it's the way we dropped them. That's That, that did shock me. That's not what I expected. Like I could have seen us losing the game, you know. If the game had a, we've had like the game at Anfield, for example, you know, it's like it's it could have gone either way. Chances for both teams, pretty even game, and at the end of it, it's two two. But it could easily have been three two either way. If that had have happened, it's like okay, shrug it off, move on to to next time. Not that today, though. It's like it it's it worries me that we would actually were capable of putting in a performance like that. That was like shockingly bad from start to finish okay it, it got it got a bit better in the second half but it was still pretty shit it just was nowhere near as shit as the first half and like it's Arsenal away it's tough I get it you know it's it's probably the second most difficult game we're going to play it, well not necessarily most difficult game because circumstances and time and everything else on paper Arsenal away is the second most difficult fixture on, on the fixture list so or maybe third after the two Man City games, but either way, it's a, it's a game where you wouldn't be shocked if you got beat. It's like it, it's it can happen, but playing like that is like really dispiriting because I I thought we'd gone beyond that now. You know we're, we've been yeah. in good form lately. Uh, if we'd have put in a performance like this earlier in the season, that you'd have gone yeah, not really surprised. Exactly. You're always there's always a chance that that's going to happen, but I thought we'd moved beyond that. So to yeah. see that. Like unfold the way it did, and it was supine, wasn't it? Really, it was, it was, it was yeah, right from the start as well. Yeah. And and like going back to what you're saying about the team selection, yeah, that's part of it, no question. And I'm not going to go on too much about this, but I have been saying for ages, I don't like watching us when Darwin's not on the pitch. It frustrates me. I don't feel like we've got any cutting edge or threat in behind all of that stuff now we didn't have any when he came on today so you know let's not let's not sugarcoat that it's like he came on and we were still shit so um it's not just about that by any means i totally agree with the the gravenberg stuff a game like that today felt like 
he was he was a passenger and I was not remotely surprised that he was a passenger. He did play a good pass for the goal, I'll give him that. But yeah, the team selection not not filling me with confidence, but the thing that's like what I expected today that I didn't see, and that's that's like the really alarming thing, is you said, Paul, it was like the FA Cup game, and it was. And like that FA Cup game in the first half, Arsenal pressed us in a certain way, and it, it stopped us doing what we wanted to do, and we looked so edgy and like passing it round at the back, and you were just waiting for the mistake. You knew we were going to give it away, we were going to get caught. I thought, like, because we figured that out in the second half of that game, so I thought, okay, that's not going to happen again because we know what Arsenal's going to do pressing-wise and we'll know how to, 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 to play around that and make sure that doesn't happen again. And it was exactly the same thing. Yeah, it was. Like, the, Virgil and Canate get the ball and they're looking forward, they're looking to see who they can pass it to and everybody's marked. So it's like, okay, well, we'll just go back to Alisson. Alisson basically playing as a third centre-half because he's like so far up the pitch, getting involved in like, you know, passing it around. And we weren't go- going anywhere. We weren't able to just move the ball through the lines and up the pitch. Couldn't do it. And it's like, well, what's going on? This is, it's partly because players are not playing well. Okay. But it's more than that. It's it's a tactical thing. And as great as it is that like, we have these bad first halves and then Klopp gets them in the dressing room, shows them videos, right? You need to do this. This is where the space is. You're not taking the extra pass, all of that stuff. It is a bit like frustrating that they need to be like, babied through it if you like you know where why can't we just sort it out in the first half why have they got to wait to be told at half time this is what we're doing wrong and also why are we not doing that from the start you know that comes down to like the, the preparation and the coaching it's brilliant the way we can just fix things at half time you know the substitutions tactical tweaks all of that stuff it's great and it's won us a shitload of points but there comes a point where you're like, really, do we have to keep doing this? Can we not just go out like in the first half and, and get it right there? Because the way we started that game today was just fucking woeful. It was so bad. And we know what Arsenal are going to do. We're like, you know, they, they always start games like a fucking runaway train. They, they always start that way. And the key is you just see out the little flurry that they give at the start of the game and then get your foothold in the game and, and, then, and then start playing. And it never happened today. Well, it did happen, to be fair. Like, maybe for the first five, ten minutes of the second half. Yeah. That was when it was happening. And then he made the changes, and it all went to shit. Yeah. I'm saying it all went to shit. They still did not look like they were going to score either. You know, there was not really anything going on in the game until we made, like, the stupid but mistake. But our foothold was gone, though, wasn't it, after the changes? Yeah, it was. It, we had The foothold had gone, and it was more of a just a nothing game where not much was really happening for either team at that point until we just gifted them a goal, and then... Um, but it's it's jarring to me that yeah. in a game as, as big and as important as that, that we put in a performance like that. It's because I didn't think that we had those performances in us anymore. So no, same. I mean, I, I think just on that point, Dave, just very quickly on your point about, I thought that's spot on what you said about us being able to understand how they were pressing us. And that's why Maka didn't touch the ball. I think for about the first at least ten minutes because he was he was they were basically marking him when mm-hmm. we had the ball. I mean, I felt there was space in front of Canati that he could have he could have moved into to at least condense the condense the play a little bit, and then players can move off him and try and create something. He didn't do that. It was just as you said, going around that little triangle with Allison and Verge. But the flips, the other thing that was worrying for me is that the other way around, when they've got the ball and we're pressing them, 
that was shit as well. Yeah, it was. And that's where, I mean, that comes, I've sort of touched on that point with Gravenberg. I was talking to um, James and Sharif at half-time on, um, on Wednesday night, and we were all, all, all three of us were raving about, about Maka and how he really looks the part. And James made a good point, which I'd not really considered before, about Maka's sort of, the bits of, the, the bits of Maka that don't look right for a six, you know, like the lack of mobility and whatever. When we're nice and compact, all of that is all of those sorts of potential weaknesses are completely nullified, and we've been playing really compact football recently, um, which helps us in both directions. But I thought we saw Macker exposed today because the opposite of what was happening on Wednesday was happening that we weren't compact, we were wide open, there were gaps everywhere, and some of that was Gravenberg. I mean, there's times of Gravenberg, he's literally like looking round, like not sure who he needs to press. It's that obvious he doesn't know. What where what what is what his job is, um. But then when there's bigger gaps, when the gaps appear, that then exposes the limitations of other players in other positions. And I thought Maka had probably, maybe as oh, I don't retain these sorts of things that well memory wise. But I don't remember him looking as exposed, previously playing six as he did today at times. And I think it was the big gaps in the spaces they were playing through. So it, tactically, the point I'm just coming back full circle to your point. We weren't ready tactically go in either direction No, when we're on the back foot or the front foot and that was a big worry at this stage of the season yeah, because we know what they're going to do that's yeah. the thing for me it's like we yeah. knew what Arsenal were going to do we've, we've, we've played them twice recently and it, it felt like we learnt absolutely nothing from those games now performance wise like the players have got to look at themselves because I don't think anybody come out of it like um, with, with credit that they played well you know there's some who I know you're going to say Curtis Paul, and I agree. I don't think he he did anything wrong. I thought he was okay, but he was no more than like a six out of ten. And I don't think anybody, and that's probably like the highest, you know. So the players mm-hmm. have got to like take responsibility to to an extent as well. They yeah. were really poor, yeah. but I don't think they were helped by the way we approached the game. And then, you know, the the substitution. I didn't have a problem with the substitutions in terms of who came on and who went off or anything like that. It's just the timing of it felt a bit weird because we'd started to play yeah, all right. It's like, well, really weird. if you're going to do that, do it at half time. Like, what's the point in doing it now when we've actually started to play okay? And then um, it sort of took, and then the momentum dipped. And which then always I thought, happens. Like, it happened or, the other night, didn't it? When yeah, we made changes. Yeah. So it takes a while to adjust. For, well, on the other night, we made four changes at once, but almost and five for 10 really. Because we were shit. We switched Diaz from the left to the right yeah. the other night. So it was almost like five changes. <coughs> Excuse me, on, on the subs, just a word on Harvey. I mean, I, I really like Harvey. I think he's yeah. a really talented lad. I think he's worked really hard, and he's still in his. We need to remember he's still in his development phase. You know, he's a young player. Um, he's not very experienced, um, and he's got a. You know, there's a long way to go until he becomes the player he's ultimately going to be. But I, I felt he just looked small and slow. He looked like he was a twelve-year-old playing yeah, in a grown-ups game. Yeah, was... yeah, he really did. <laughs> it was quite stark. I thought. Yeah. And I don't usually feel that way about no, him. No, same. It was just, same. It was a worry, wasn't it? Yeah, you just see him like scampering around, and he, he just looked like a little twelve-year-old. It was, yeah, it was. Which goes back to you saying about you'd maybe have started him over Gravenberg. I think the only reason why he doesn't is just purely because like the physicality of physicality, it. Physicality, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the only reason why you wouldn't be playing him because he's 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 having a good season. He's playing really well. But yeah, there's a reason why he's not starting, and it's got to be that, hasn't it? Really, seems to be, yeah. So, um, 
the goal, the first goal, Jules. Yeah, I can wait to start with that goal. Um, like even even on that first goal, Allison saves it and it, and it falls to to an Arsenal player. Again, like tone setting, isn't it? Like the the like the, the first person to the ball is an Arsenal player, not not a not a Liverpool player. Yeah. Um, and Canate was out of position for it as well, which because he didn't have a good game. Canate is one of his, one of his. Well, he got really was one of his worst games because he got sent off in the end. But it wasn't one of his better games. What about he when he got burned off by Martinelli? That was that was. No, nah, but do you know what? That was a shock, I know he's a genuine quick, shock. But we've seen Canate yeah. just handle that before. Yeah, but it, it can happen. I can't. You can't. I can't really get the the up with the centre off. I'm not going to No, same. I, no, no, I, I, I know. I, I you know what I mean? I can't. I, I said I can't get the ump, but it's like you know, it, it it can't happen. It was a bit like he looked like he was pulling a, uh, he'd had a tire strapped to his back and he was dragging a tire behind him. But maybe. Do you think they were all a bit leggy? Was that a factor? Well, maybe he'd been for a roast dinner. It is Sunday. <laughs> maybe he'd had a roast before and. Uh, been, been I don't know. Yeah, but um, from Arsenal's point of view, that obviously they'd have, you know it's a. They've been probably quite happy with it, but from a from a defensive point of view, Allison, you know, Allison's making the save. You've got to be able to try and pick up the second ball, a challenge for the second ball. Um. So yeah, it, 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 it's funny you say because it is just it was a carbon copy of the FA Cup game, just they didn't score in that, and mm. having to constantly come from behind um, in these tough away fixtures is not is not ideal. Um, and I thought Arsenal played, you know, once once they had the lead and then once they had it again in the second half, I thought they were quite, they did quite well at like sort of moving into a compact shape that then they could break from quite quickly. I thought they did quite well at that. Um, I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's difficult to know what to say when everyone has a has an absolute nightmare. It's yeah. just, when, when I suppose, if you take that goal in isolation or anything in isolation, when the entire team Every, when you look at the collective performances and then you look at the individual performances and nothing stands out and it's all bad, then it's either, it's usually a tactics issue coupled with maybe a fitness issue. I don't think it's a mentality issue, although you could argue that given the circumstances. No, I agree with but that. I, I think that's a good shot. But I, I, I just think you might have to take it on the chin that maybe the other team, they get paid too and they just set up better were a little yeah. bit fitter on the day, uh, understood what they were doing a bit more, because I think we can all think that Gravenberg didn't really understand what he was meant to be doing when he was pressing half the time. Not you know, not that I'm, I'm scapegoating him, I'm not, because I think everyone uh, had a poor game. And I think maybe sometimes you just say, yeah, we were bad and we didn't get it right and Arsenal did get it right. And the infuriating thing is, as Dave said, we've this is the third time we've played them since December. You'd think by now, Especially after getting away with one in the cup, you'd you try and learn to counter. Unless there is no with the personnel available, there was no way to counter. Well, we you know, didn't I, have the option for like, and this is the the other reason why not starting Darwin was just crazy to me, because if you're going to no, play let... the way we played, yeah, you've yeah. got you've got no one running the channels. Yeah, like the times yeah. when Trent gets that ball, and he'll immediately just ping one down the side, and Darwin will run that channel. That wasn't there, so Trent's not playing that pass. He's coming back inside, and the pressure knows. And it all leads to us just getting like bogged down and losing the ball. Because yeah, I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like Gakpo's ever the man for that away from home. No, he's on an outlet not, ball, and, is he? Because he, he, he holds it up okay. Either, but... No, no, but he's on an outlet ball. He doesn't. He holds it up okay, but 
you know, as you say, you need that outlet. You need to be able to turn them around with the ball to Darwin. We have no speed in that. There's no speed in that team. No, I'm not saying no, like absolutely. that. You know, Jota's slow, but he's not. He's not lightning quick. Neither Diaz. He's not Darwin quick, Gagbo, is he? No, and and you've got no Mo there. So we basically had no speed up front. So we're having to try to play our way up the pitch all the time. And Arsenal were just picking us off. We played right into their hands. And again, I, I just think if you haven't got that out ball, and also like Trent t- today. <sighs> That in the first half when he just flicked that little pass and gave it straight to the Arsenal player, that summed up his performance. I thought he was so casual and just lackadaisical. I was made up that he got subbed. I didn't think he would have been the one. I thought Gomez would have gone because he was on a yellow card. But when I seen that, it was Trent going off. I was like, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, and I, think I don't I think said that's in the chat, because didn't I? it's not because he's been injured. He's fully fit. He's been training for a couple of weeks. He's had like... You know, uh, half an hour even there. It was nothing to do with fitness. It was just a, a bad performance from him. Yeah, I, I don't think it does him any harm at all to get hooked in a situation no. like that. I think it's a good shout sign out to Joe Gomez as well for playing with a with sorry Paul for play with a yellow. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, because because uh, Canate couldn't do it. So yeah. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary and access to the members only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. And when when Martinelli just went round him like he was a fucking traffic cone in the second half, he's just squared <laughs> on and he just went round him. And it's like, what the hell is that? That's you know, you weren't doing that when you were eighteen. Why are you doing it when you're twenty five? And do you know what? Did anyone else think Conor Bradley wouldn't have got done like that? Because I did. Bradley definitely wouldn't have got done by that. <laughs> no. But Trent shouldn't be getting done like that. No. You know, and that's that's what's frustrating me about it. It's almost like he's just wanting to play himself out of having to play right back. Like he's not doing the, the basic things that he that he did. You know, when he first got, like got into the team at right back, he was like obviously a converted midfield player, and he had things to learn and things that he needed to work on. And he worked on them, and it wasn't a big issue. And then now he's doing things that he never used to do, like that standing square on. We're seeing that far too often. And I'm saying you train every single day. How is this like still happening? You know, you're a footballer who trains every day. That it, stuff like that should not be happening as regularly as it is. And it, it, you know, it, I mean, what if Conor Bradley hadn't have had that like horrible situation where you know his, his dad's passed away and that it's horrible, feel terrible for the lad. If he was available today and pl- and, and for selection, oh, I'm a hundred percent starting him today. If, if if he was available, definitely. Is is that where we're at now? Where it's like, okay, Trent, you're just you're in midfield and you're only playing right back. If we haven't not, got anyone else, not necessarily. But I just thought in terms of Trent coming back from from injury. I mean, Connor Bradley haven't been absolutely so fucking sensational on Wednesday night. I think you just have to go with the hot hand, don't you? I mean, I think uh, you know, I, 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 think he would have. The other thing as well is, is that what he, what he really is already is, is like Curtis. He's a tempo setter. 
he's one of them whereby you've got him in there that that incredible enthusiasm in both directions is infectious which Trent was the polar opposite of that the today. polar opposite of yeah. but I mean I think I, I, I want to resist beating up on Trent too much he got hooked rightly and I don't think it's a bad message for him and it's not a bad and it's, a, it's not a bad message for the squad but we have to remember like he has been injured you know what I mean? And I think the other thing about Trent is, I think his body language, we can, you can misinterpret his body language as him not being arsed, and I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. I'm not saying he's um, not arsed, not at all, but uh, that, that, just, that too, whole, just too casual. The casual thing, yeah. I, I, I think I, I, maybe it's two sides of the same coin, because that whole casual thing is how he sells some of the way he, he sends people for the echo, isn't it? You know what I mean? He, the little the, the little nick in, the foot in that no one's expecting. That um, you know, I think it's all part of the package with Trent, and I think I'm, I'm loath to kind of, and I know we're, we're not throwing him under the bus, I know that, but I just think we should keep a little bit of perspective, um, just in terms of comeback from injury. But he wasn't great, and he got hooked, rightly. Mm. If there was so many of them, could have been hooked though. Yeah. <laughs> That's... yeah. So yeah. we get level uh, just before half time, and I mean. It's fucking daylight robbery that, that we, we got in level at half time, really. We hadn't had, you said before, Jules, we hadn't had, a, I think it was you, Jules, it might be Paul, you said about we hadn't had a shot on target. Had we had a yeah. shot off target? Oh, um, not sure. No, I, me, mm, Did no, Gakpo have a little? Off. No, I don't know. Gakpo hit one wide when he, he made a run through the middle, he, he got yeah, played that's in right. and he, that's he shot right. wide, yeah. That's about the only time I can remember us remotely threatening. Uh, and then we get level with just the Carmack alone goal. I mean, it was handball as well. I only got onto that. I only got onto that off about the fourth different angle of yeah, the replay. But it was, it was that's irrelevant, though, isn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, but it's that's irrelevant, right? Because you're only going to give a penalty. It's good. Uh, you're only I'm, I'm just, I'm it, yeah. just, a, just an interesting point. It was just. It was. I think I was all that to the does, idea that just a shambles. The whole thing was a shambles on their part. I think all that does is adds to the hilarity of it. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Turns out we had one in our own back pocket second half, so I can't really, I can't even laugh at that anymore. I mean, it was Keystone um, cop stuff from them. Yeah, there's not even like anything to discuss with that goal, Graven, because it's just. <laughs> You know, Gravenberch's ball was decent, but it wasn't great. Diaz made the most of it, and then Arsenal made the rest of it. Mm. This and yeah, what should have happened there? The only thing about that goal that you take away is you go right. We've got away with the first half there, where we've been absolutely shit, exactly. and we've come in level. And now, now is the time to to sort of to sort of realign everything. And I don't know why the changes were made at half time. Yes, in hindsight, they didn't make any difference when they did come on, but. That you you don't know that when you, when you make them that's like a that's a, that's a hindsight thing. In the moment, I don't know why those changes weren't made at half time, um, because that first half there was nothing in it to go something salvageable from this. Do you um, think he'd have made changes if we hadn't got the goal? I don't think it matters. It shouldn't, but you think he would have done? No, I don't. No, I don't think it matters. That kind of stuff, I don't think it matters. They still make subs when we score and when we concede. Plenty of times we've seen they've had players lined up to get off of the bench, uh, and we've scored or someone else has scored, and we've just carried on. It, we don't ever sit people down, really. I can't remember the last time we sat somebody down after we were going to bring them on. The changes are pre-planned, um, according to, um, I would guess, fitness and where we think we're going to be in the match at different times. I don't think it's the the age or you know the the old days. The manager would stand in front of the dugout when the dugout was actually dug out, and then go turn around and look at someone and go right, you're going on. I don't think it's anything like. That. I think it's much more technical now, and I think 
it was there would have been a a plan for if it's if it's going like this these are the changes if it's going if they you know everyone's got a replacement ready to go depending on the on the situation and i might be wrong i might be giving them too much credit but i've always assumed that's how it works these days especially with the the timing especially with the timing of them right because they're always at certain times we look we all knew it was going to be around 10 minutes into the second half didn't we yeah yeah now now in theory if that's if you're talking 30 years ago that's a i'll give you 10 minutes to sort yourselves out and if you don't you're coming off but in theory they did sort themselves out they were looking yeah. better so they were pre-planned on arsenal were shitting themselves you know yeah, they lost yeah. all the momentum they must have they been had thinking, that goal oh, yeah. here we go again you know we, yeah. we battered them and now they're going to come back and beat us we had them you know like the yeah. start of the second half we had them arsenal looked like they punched themselves out they and here's the top, thing and then maybe it all fizzled out maybe not bringing harvey on again i you know but the, the Robbo and Nunez, they were the right subs. Yeah. They were the right choices. It just, again, I just, I have to, I hate doing it. I have to give, I just think I've got to give credit to Arsenal. I think they, they managed it. They managed it once we made the subs, they adjusted. And then obviously they got that nice cheap goal in the second half, the second goal. And then that was really all she wrote. We didn't ever really create, a, build any sustained pressure. I know it's hard away from home at a, at a, at a team that's quite good. It's, you know, it's, it's hard to build up a sustained push for pressure. Um, but I also think conceding a goal like that's just an absolute gut punch that's difficult to come back yeah. from, which is where you could question mentality a little bit. Because I don't really think, I think that knocked the stuffing out of the team. And then from there, I don't really think it ever felt like we were going to come back. And there was a little chance that maybe Nunez, when he when he cut inside, and he maybe should have played it across the Jota, but he, he decided he to miss a shot there. Well, he definitely shouldn't have hit the shelf yeah. from there. Like it had been an all-time. It's if not he'd like him either. There. To be fair, he's not. He doesn't usually. You know, he's not usually one for doing that. He normally does. I've got to be honest. Pass. If Mo Salah had been played the one he was looking for, he definitely would have passed it. Mm. But it, it maybe because he was jotted, he felt like he could, he could. He definitely defers to Salah in those situations. But that that could have been frustration for how he had not got into the game. Um, we never got him the ball at all, did we? Bet, no, I but again, touched the ball once in about fifteen minutes when he came on. Is that what is that? Well, how how much do you percentage do you weigh that to be in poor from from us and good from Arsenal? Yeah, it's both. But they, yeah, they definitely so. do get credit for for stopping like the the supply line. And the the second goal, um, Arsenal second goal, like who's like who I, you I blaming for that? What I mean, percentage? I, 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 let, let me well, just come in sorry, on, I, on what you oh, go on. Go on, Paul. No, you go on. No, just just the um, just the point you made, Jules. Before I wanted to pick up on it when you made it, and then you moved on to Darwin. And I, but I thought it was a good point you talked about the second goal, not the stuffing out of us. And I agree. A big part of that for me was the two characters who were involved as well. You know, they're two of our biggest players. I mean, Virgil. What you? you I mean, it's. You don't even need to have played the game to know that you don't let it bounce. You know what I mean? We were doing you, that all day, though. Like, Canati got himself just, booked for like McAllister's I mean, second off. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was windy. It's, it's been windy here today. I don't know if it was like that down there. Maybe maybe that was a factor because you can't always see that on the telly. So maybe that was a factor. But even so, he, it was quite deliberate that he did let it bounce. It wasn't like he misjudged it. He let it bounce. If it's windy, mad. why weren't Arsenal doing it? Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then Alisson comes... And Allison's got. I mean, yeah, Virgil shouldn't have let it bounce. He should have just nodded it back. But then when he comes, take everything. It's, it's uh, for me the initial mistake is definitely Virgil's because he just shouldn't have let it bounce. 
he had the he's the probably the best player in the air. Well, he's the best best I've seen in a long time in this country or anywhere. He's he's not losing those kinds of headers if he gets up for it. Not, knock it back to Allison. They have a great understanding. He doesn't. At that stage, then it's still very much within Allison's control to just take ball, man, opponent, everybody, and get rid of the ball. And that doesn't happen either. It was just an all-round fucking shit show. Like it was embarrassing. And I think, yeah, I just want to reiterate Jules's point before about it knocking the stuffing out of us. It really did. And I think the fact that it was, you know, your captain and like the best goalkeeper in the world who are both involved in that. That's not a good look for anybody when you've got like half-fit players and kids on your team and then the, those are the two two of your main men that you look to for to, to dig deep at times like that and they're the two that let you down that's uh, that's hard to come back from I think and I, I yeah we did look like that that second goal really rocked us and there was no coming back from it at that stage I think it's a goal of two halves it's it's Virgil's initial mistake to let the ball bounce but then after he's let the ball bounce he has sort of eased the player side slightly yeah, leaving yeah. the way clear for Allison to come out and volley it clear, and Allison, so I don't know whether it hits some Virgil's backside a little bit and takes it out of the the path that Allison thinks it's going to. Martinelli it. nudges Virgil into the ball. And, oh, okay, and yeah. So it, it, I thought it did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it obviously goes out of Allison's way. Um, but I, like Allison, I like you know I I love Allison. He's one of my favourite players, and he's he's the best goalkeeper in the league for my money. But he does have one of these. A season, one game a season, yeah, yeah, and then it that's does, it. Yeah. That and, and like all goalkeepers have them, and it's always been the mark for me for goalkeepers. It's not that you have them because, of course, you're going to have them. It's that um, how you sort of recover from them, and he's, he just doesn't let them affect him. Um, but yeah, so uh, who who's who's to blame? I I would say it's it's probably fifty fifty to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. Initially, yeah. I I had it seventy five percent on Allison, but. It does nick off Virgil, and that, that's why he kind of misses the ball, I think. But, yeah, they've both got to do better. Like, I think Virgil actually did do quite well after his initial mistake because yeah, he's all he's trying away, to do yeah. is make sure I, I hold him off for Alisson to come out and deal with it, and then Alisson doesn't deal with it. So, it's yeah, it's both of them. But I think you could see in the little interaction between them afterwards, they both knew that they yeah, both no one made was a blaming. mistake. They, yeah, no. they, they, they both kind of knew, didn't they? They were yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. should have done better. They're both yeah. saying... I should have done better. Virgil's interview afterwards, he took full responsibility for it, but that's just him being a captain. He's not fully responsible for that goal at all. It's like it's on both of them. Um, yeah, I mentioned about the Canate, the first yellow. Like that comes because he lets the ball bounce, but I don't even think that's a free kick. Never mind the yellow card. Just because Havertz is trying to just back into Canate, he's not trying to play the ball he's just backing in and Canati's wanting to get to the ball and Havertz is just like backing in his way backing into him so he just kind of edges him out the way to get the ball so I don't even think it's a free kick but it's definitely not a yellow card and then obviously that leads to another yellow card later on which again I also thought that was really soft but at the same time you know we got what we deserve from that game I'm not blaming Anthony Taylor I don't think he's had much of an impact on the results at all. I think you know it's. Don't think he's had any impact, to be honest, mate. Well, I mean, <laughs> Stu was making the point in the chat, which is, which is, I think it's a, it's a fair point. Is he's saying? I think it was straw clutching, but go no, ahead. No, but only I'll explain why I think it's fair. Yeah, go on. So, Stu's point was, if he's going to send Canate off for that, how is he not then thirty seconds later when Gabriel fouls Darwin when he's turned him? 
one, he doesn't give us the free kick. Two, he doesn't give a yellow card because he's not given a free kick. And three, he then books Darwin because he's com complained about it. But if he does what he should have done there, which was send off Gabriel, because that would have been a second yellow for him, wouldn't he? Then it's, what, 87 <laughs> minutes or whatever it was. It made no difference. No, no, but listen, <laughs> how many times have you seen us, like, when we've been shit and then we've just turned it around and got a goal late on? And you're mm. like, like Luton. Luton's a perfect example. We stunk that day, but Diaz. Yeah, but Arsenal aren't Luton. But that's not the point, though. Arsenal, mm. Arsenal are battle scarred from from us doing shit like that to them. So, if you're playing like ten minutes and it's ten v ten, who knows? Something could have happened. That was Stu's point, which I agree with. I just but can't get too is... worked up about it because we didn't deserve anything from the game. Like we lost at Tottenham, and I put that a hundred percent on the officials. We've lost today, and it's like. 100 percent on us. No, it's no, it's all ninety-nine point five. No, there's a slight it's, element, but I don't no. even want to go down that road just purely because it's like it looks you like we're making excuses, which I'm not because we were shit. Yeah. We deserve nothing. Do you know what? I, I just I I thought both the yellow cards were were off were fine. I don't yeah, like. So I don't. I. I don't go in for. I don't go in for this sort of. Like, I don't go in for this Dulux color chart of severity. <laughs> like it, it, it's our it's 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 okay to just go you know I can see why that yellow that was given I can see why it was a yellow card because and especially the second one like don't put your hand in the guy's face if you don't want to have any action taken against you and as for the the New Year's one I thought that was a foul and I can see and Darwin shouldn't have been booked well he, I mean he should have been booked the reaction you, you can't have that reaction it's going to lead to a booking but I can see I can, it's unfair because he was he was rightly aggrieved however that's like you, you say like Taylor should have seen it you can't always see everything at every moment as a person running around when everything's going so fast it can get missed and it had no bearing on the result absolutely not I thought I don't like it might have, though, the... if you're playing 10 oh. 10 for the last 10 minutes. You can't say it had no bear because it might have. And I don't oh. even want to argue this point because I don't feel yeah. strongly about it. But if it's I 10 to 10 with 10 minutes to go, we it was 2-1 at that, at that point. We may have got an equaliser. I totally, you know, we might not have done, but it, you can't rule out that we could have got an equaliser. So I can't it, rule anything out. Like, it, obviously... it does have a, a, an impact to some extent, but it also was not something to... Not like, not to go all sort of no, not to not, go all sort of go on. We haven't got any right to be kicking off about it, and I'm not kicking off about it. I'm just making the point that if you're going to send Canate off, you should be doing the same thing to Gabriel. That's all. And I and all I'm saying is not to go all Doc Brown and uh, and about causality. Obviously, something could have happened after that because the the entire game has changed again, and the game state has changed again, and you don't know what's going to happen. But Anyone who's coming away from that game today and has anything to say about the referee is barking up the wrong tree by... They're not even in the same... They're not in the same forest. No, it's way they're, down the list of things. Yeah. It, but it is on the I, list. It's just... I, right I've got to be bottom. honest. I got to be, I thought he was absolutely fine. I thought he let the game flow for the most yeah, part. He so handed up the bookings when necessary. Up until, up until like the, the last, the closing stages. I, I just think people look for too many things all the time. Like, we don't want VAR... Um, and, and as a result, I accept that the in a VARless world, that you know this is how football is. Like the players are cheats, the game is fast, the referees are fallible. It happens. Um, I I I think Canate was silly doing that foul in the first bit. I I in the first half, 
it gave the referee a decision to make and he made it. And in the second half, put no, the, the his hand half, on the gate. Sorry, first one, second one. Mm. Um, and then the second one, he put his hand in the guy's face. You expect a repercussion, whether you like it or not. I, he can't you know, disappear, can he? The guy just runs <sighs> straight into him. He can't go anywhere. He's... I, it's like drawing a foul in the NBA, though. You, it, it all depends on how you do it. You can, because you can get, you can sometimes stand there and draw a foul when the player runs into you, because the player, you can't disappear. And other times, the referees know it's a moving screen, and they go, "No, no, no, I know what you're doing." It's just the type of game it is. It sometimes it goes one way, sometimes it goes the other. I just think it's Again, a foul. Don't, not, not a, don't put your hand, ball. don't put your hand in the guy's face. That's it's what he's doing. Instinctive, though, he's running into. Uh, he's, he's just going I, to put it, your it, arm up because someone's the, the whole like thing. That, yeah? it, it doesn't merit this amount of discussion, it, boys. It it's, it's just admit you're wrong, Jules, and we'll just move on from it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is the thing that Chris said the other day, like in the, uh, in the response to someone about him and Darwin, and he's like, when Dave says something, he says it with such <laughs> conviction, you think, oh, you must be right. You're not right. On this. Oh yeah, I totally <laughs> fucked that up. Like, um, I, I need to, I need to clarify that. I was making me case to defend on the other night, and in my head, I, I had it all worked out. I was, I, the whole point was this narrative about, oh, he's, he's fine unless he's got time to think about it. And there's like so much evidence to the contrary there. You know, it's not like the only misses that he has is when he's got time to think about it. So in my head, I was thinking about like the head that it comes to him and he heads it against the bar. Well, that was not because he had time to think. That was like an instinctive finish. He's headed it against the bar. Now, the penalty, okay, he's he's got time to think about that because it's a penalty. But like I used the penalty as my example when it sh- I should have said about the header. But nobody corrected me. And it was only Brownie listened to like And Brownie's like put in the chat. He was like, yeah, you fucked that one up there, Dave. And I was like... What? And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that, that's not what I meant to say. Do you know so, why no one regretted you, Dave? Because everyone's heard you go on about Darwin so much. That's, I saw it straight out. away. I messaged Chris. <laughs> I was like, how come you never pull me up on that? I totally fucked that up. And he went, yeah, you were just going on about Darwin. And I thought, oh, here we go. And he said, so I wasn't really paying attention. Exactly. <laughs> I just thought you were going off on one again. But yeah. he's nailed uh, it there. I know. I, I, made a, yeah, I made a right mess of that one, like, to be fair. So, at least with Canate being out, it's not the end of the world because Trent's back and Rob was back. So, Gomez will just go into centre half. And we've got Quanser as well. Quanser, yeah, we've got Quanser as well. So, it's not. It, and Canate usually needs a couple of. You know, it's better. It's probably nice for him to have a little bit of a rest given his fitness issues. So, it's not the worst time. It's not the worst sending off in the world in terms of the impact going forward. Next few games are uh, Burnley, Brentford, Luton in the league. So, you Is know. Brentford midweek. Brentford is twelve thirty on a Saturday. Right, so we've Ugh. not got a midweek game this week. Have we got a midweek game next week? I don't believe so. No. See, that would have been quite beneficial. Like, I, I just need to check when the, the FA Cup is, because the FA Cup is um is the next round a midweek round. I think. So let me just check when that is. I think that's after the the final. Yeah, ben, I think. Ben, I, I think it's after the final. I think it's after the final. It is. It's yeah, the there's, there's nothing the midweek for the next two weeks. Yeah. The Luton games midweek. Yeah, so you've got nothing this week leading up to Burnley, then nothing next week leading up to Brentford, and then the week leading up to the Cup final, we've got Luton midweek. Which, I just want to say, is a 7.30 kickoff. Lovely. Lovely. As all evening (laughs) kickoffs should be. 7.30, not quarter past fucking eight. 7.30, lovely. That means Paul will be in the ground about five (laughs) o'clock. (laughs) <laughs> do you know what pissed me off so much about that on Wednesday night is I fucking knew it was quarter past eight and I just forgot 
You know what I mean? You just go into autopilot. You're thinking it's an eight o'clock kickoff. We all just Fucking... assumed you, your bladder had given up again. Well, that, I'm not saying that's not a fact. I like, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I knew going to the game it was a quarter past eight kickoff. I just totally forgot. I'm just my mind was just into normal routines. Fucking joke. Yeah. Stupid kickoff time. Yeah, what I didn't like about that was it wasn't an Amazon game, so like, why is it quarter past eight then? Because it was TNT and TNT were doing the same thing as Amazon splitting games from seven thirty and quarter past eight. Years, you fucking copying bastards. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll have it to themselves <clears throat> in the next TV deal because Amazon are bowing out, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. So, should we do uh, the third goal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what the fuck's Virgil doing? He's doing that running in a straight line shit. It does my head in. You know, it's. <laughs> I just don't know why he does it. Initially, I put that one completely on Allison. I thought it was like just a terrible mistake by Allison letting it go through his legs. But then you see the deflection of Virgil. I still think Allison should do better, but Virgil just. But didn't he, close he's having down. one of those games, isn't he? So of course that went in. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Virgil's having one of those games as well. You games, said yeah. Both in, at the, the, in the first half, he was doing like yeah. just hesitant and not not looking right. Um, he was just wobbly all day, and it's last season's verge, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, which you know everyone's entitled to an off day, and he's not had well any. Would have preferred it not to be Arsenal away though. Exactly. You know, have your off day in a game against someone shit who like you can overcome it. Not are we, Chelsea are we, at home. Yeah. Are we letting Allison off or not? I'm not letting him off now, but no, I'm, I'm not. Good. Mostly, I'm glad you said that. I'm putting it mostly on Virgil. It was a safety safety Virgil. Really. Still think Allison's got to do better with it. Mm. Yeah, but Virgil just yeah. doing that thing where he just runs straight back and he doesn't like go across to close the man down. It's because they didn't have anybody in the middle. Just go over and and put him under pressure because there's not there's nothing. There's nowhere. He, it's not Martinelli who's like fast as fuck. It's Trossard who's like, you know, he's not slow, but you, you wouldn't be scared of his pace. I just don't know why you don't go over and just put pressure on him because there's nobody we can cross the ball to. So he's got to stop and go back. The one thing he's wanting to do is let me go in the box so I can get a shot away. And that's exactly what... I knew that prick was going to cause us a problem when he came on because he always seems to. I just can't stand fucking looking at him. He looks like a young Nigel Farage. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. But he always gives us a problem. He does. He does. He's one of those players that, you know, like Jota to Arsenal. Trossard's got a little bit of that about him with us, hasn't he? yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that just added insult to injury, really. I mean, I never felt like we were going to come back anyway, but with us, you never know. There's always a chance of 2 1. 3 uh, 1 just killed it, though, didn't he? Yeah. I was sorely tempted just to turn the whole thing off at that stage. I mean, there wasn't long to go anyway, like, mm, but it was. Just... I did. Did you? <laughs> uh, well, you you were spared all the fucking Arsenal celebrations then. I, is... oh, I have I have seen Odegaard taking uh, the the camera, and I, again that's what I'm on about. Like act like you've been yeah. there before. It's a league game. He's a bell end, him, you know. Yeah, it's is low key. Captain no one well? talks about it, but you know, there's, there's the obvious knobheads in the league who everyone knows: Bruno Fernandez, Bernardo Silva, Richarlison. You know, um, the, the the list goes on, but Son. But nobody, well, like Son, like Son goes under the radar. I feel like no one else can see it. But um, he's a knobhead, Odegaard. He is, and like that celebration with the camera, I was like, oh, just fuck off, you fucking yeah. Disney prince head, fucking cheerleading. Twat. Again, it's just, just it's, it's just our, it's pure Arsenal. Like, why are you, why are you doing that? You haven't won anything. You haven't Arteta done anything. Sprinting down the touchline as well. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, we can't really talk because we've got Klopp and he's done loads of mad shit. Like, no, the Arteta yeah, yeah, at least Arteta didn't run on to his It feels performative <laughs> from Arteta, though, doesn't it? Arteta's yeah. Klopp looks like a natural reaction. Arteta yeah. looks, it looks much more of a look at me, the big leader. He, he's, it's a, it's a performance he's going through. I don't much care like if the manager does that. Like it's his team. He's had a big win against the title rival, but like going over to a photographer and taking their camera to go like, "Hey, let me take a photo." It's like that's pure cringe. What are you doing, yeah. Arsenal? This is this is why no one respects you half the time because Open you your do shit like and that. Sniff and what's that yeah, <laughs> pure distilled Arsenal. One hundred percent pure distilled Arsenal. It's like living. It's like and the Emirates is like a refinery that just never works. So it's just always one hundred percent pure undistilled Arsenal. I just ah, oh. I you know they play West Ham away next weekend. And uh, I wouldn't rule it out them dropping points like chumps there because like West Ham are pretty decent at home. They had a bad game today, but I never expected Moyes to go away at Old Trafford and win. No, it's just like like he's just not got the mentality to do that. Um, like he's going to you know twenty odd shots today. <laughs> and he had, uh, I didn't had a couple on target. Like I, I had the radio on like and he was saying West Ham. They played all right. And... West Ham will be ones and they didn't win this game. I was like. They lost three 0 What the fuck? <laughs> they played all right until United scored, and then yeah. I felt like that they never because it's David Moyes team. They never truly believed. But yeah, I wouldn't like I, I, I if Arsenal drew or lost at West Ham next weekend, it wouldn't shock me in the slightest. Go, yeah, of course you have. That that's what you do yeah. all the all the fucking time, Arsenal. Um, but look, the, you know, they like us. They've got to beat Manchester City to make anything a fist of it. They play Man City at the end of March. Um, and if they don't beat them, then they can take as many photos as they want. They're not winning the titles. Manchester City. Oh, they're I, I the title they're not winning the title anyway. For me, like I just all they've done is uh, they've just kept a, they've kept the competition. They're not today. I don't. I they're don't not. See them but I, in the but I don't think. But by the same token, given how where we are in points and how we play today against them, I just probably see the same about us right now. Right? It's just it's Man City yeah, to lose yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I said at the start, I've never really yeah. fancied us for it. I was starting to. Get a little bit excited after the way things have gone of late, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't rule it out. We we still can win the title, and I, I I think I'm minded by your point that you've been making for a while now, Jules, that it really the Man City game is at Anfield is probably going to be the decider. Um, what we do need, we're going to need City to slip a little bit, I think. Um, See, I, I think City will drop points. I don't think they're just going to go and win. Oh, Dave, don't fall for it. No, <laughs> but that's not that's not me saying we're going to win the league. That's not it. What I'm saying is they're not going to win every game. But the problem is that performance today has made me go, okay. So if we've got that in our locker, who's to say when that's just going to appear again? You know, like mm. this kind of performance just rears its head again. So that's what's shaking my confidence. It's not so much that I think City are invincible and they'll go and win every game. I wouldn't be shocked if they drop points at Brentford. The problem is we got beat today, which makes their game at Brentford a whole lot easier now. Like if we'd have mm. gone eight points clear of them, that makes an away game at Brentford look a lot trickier than you know it maybe needed to be. But now that they they've they'd be fucking laughing their heads off at us today. They'd be like, oh, here we go again, you know. Now we can just start like reeling off all these wins. Um, a draw at Anfield would, would suit them. Back. Yeah, a draw at Anfield will do them if they keep winning. Yeah. But I don't think they will keep winning. The problem is, I no longer feel like we're going to go on this like massive winning run because that to see us play like that today is... You know, you can shrug it off as, oh, it's just it's a bad day, forget it, move on. Yeah, and that's how the players have got to look at it. 
and I'm not writing writing us off in any way. But at the same time, I, if I, I'd be lying if I said that didn't shake me today. Oh, it was it was chastening. Yeah. It was definitely chastening. Yeah. If we can play like that in such a big game against like a good side, who's to say that's not going to happen again somewhere? Like it when it's you know we might get ourselves back into a position where like we're, we're ahead. I know we're ahead now, but you know with the games in hand, same games played, and we might be in front, but then we turn in a performance like that, and that's the thing is like City when when City apart from the Aston Villa game when they got battered, that's the only time I can remember City getting beat. Where they've, it's a game where you're like, yeah, they've well beaten there. You know, they were never in that. Most of the time, if City get beat, it's those type of games where they've had the most chances, the most shots, most possession, and the other teams just taking the chances and they haven't. So, like the Palace game, for example, that can happen. City can lose games like that, but it's not they've lost because they were just dog shit. That's like very rare that they're like awful and lose a game. They just lose a game because it's football, and sometimes a team takes the chances and another one doesn't. So us playing like that today, it has shaken me a bit because I don't think that City are going to have any performances like that. What we did today, um, but we've just got to, you know, go back to playing the way we were before today. Uh, it's easy Not said shit. than done, I know, but I know, but we, we have to just like. And, and well, we got Burnley at home next, right? The, so well, you've got no better opponent. Here's the thing, I think I wrote this this week, uh, maybe in the diary, and uh, like our home form, you know, the home games now you're expecting us to just score four minimum. You did write it in the diary, every, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every home game, you kind of know, oh yeah, this is going to be fine. We're going to go and put on a performance. We'll probably score four, five, something like that. Away from home, we've still got to prove it. Like we've been all right away from home. I'm not saying we've been bad at all, but like the worst performances have. Have generally been away, even in games where we've got results. Like Sheffield United away was wretched, but we got the win. Uh, there was another one that week as well. Who was it? Was it Burnley? Was Burnley away? Yeah, it was Burnley away. We 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 won that game, like, but that's a game we should have been winning easily. So away from home, we've not been that convincing. And this is maybe you know expecting too much because the the away record's fine. It's not bad in any way, shape or form. We've lost two games all season. So this is like, you know, rich people problems, if you like. But the home form, I'm completely confident. Every home game, I always think, yeah, we'll win this. And if we don't, it's like a big surprise. But away from home, sometimes we are throwing in like stinker performances. And it hadn't happened for a couple of months, but it's happened today. And the worry would be if it happened again at, at some point oh. and, and cost us. Well, I'm sure Brentford away 12.30 in two weeks will be absolutely fine. Yeah, that, that that's... <laughs> <laughs> you could well and truly see an absolutely stinking performance there, but we might still go and get the results despite yeah, not playing. Like Palace. Well. We're not going to go there and play well, are we? We're not going to go Brentford 12.30 and like blow the doors off, play great, and come away with like a 4-1 win. I just don't see that happening. It'll be like a no. war of attrition where we've just got to do enough to just get the points. But that, but that's okay, isn't it? That's part yeah, of what, it, what winning yeah. the league we, is about. You've it, got to yeah. be able to do that. Absolutely. That's what a winning team can do. But that's um, what I'm saying. Like, it, what would derail us from winning the title? It's yeah, no, be, I agree. It's going I to agree. be away. It's not. It's not going to be Anfield. You know, you can kind of. There's no guarantees. You can't say 100. percent We're going to win every game because we didn't beat United. Drew with Arsenal, but that was that was okay. You know, Arsenal probably did enough to deserve that. But generally speaking, 
we win comfortably at Anfield and we usually score like four goals. But away from home, yeah, it you don't really know what you're gonna get. That's the but we we've also got to remember that like this is I was gonna say this is like the first year of a new team, but it's the last year of this team because Klopp's going. So like that whole argument, like narrative that I've had all season, it's like okay, well this is Klopp two point and we're still in the early stages, and it's like we're not. This is like we're we're in like Klopp the, full stop. Yeah, it's like the dying embers of it now. I mean, yeah, the team's still gonna be here, but it's gonna be completely different, isn't it? Oh, that's just like. <laughs> brought me like right down even more from that because yeah. it's like oh shit yeah I mean there's not there's not really much more to say uh, um, like no one really I'm, I'm, I'm as I said at the start I'm not sure how many people want to listen to this yeah um, because that was well, a, as, I didn't as, want to do it I know that no none of us <laughs> wanted to do it no. and as Paul said it was a very sobering um, chastening day um so I just we've got a week to stew on it as well, um, and hopefully the players, you you know Burnley at home is probably the game you need after this. Um, yeah, that's yeah. A, that is a good and point. I, yeah, and Klopp's brilliant at, at lifting players, isn't he? He he will he'll be getting right into their heads after that, and you know he'll find a way to bring uh, to, to 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 create a narrative out of that that they have to respond to. He'll challenge them with it. He'll challenge them with that that performance and that result. And say, look, you've got it. You've got to use it. You've got to respond. And there will be a response. I'm sure there will. Well, if you say this team is two point though, then it's not used to many defeats, is it? So I suppose there's that as well. They they have to learn. You have to have a defeat to learn from it to push on. Um, like you know, it's entirely possible that Brentford might take a point off Manchester City tomorrow, tomorrow night, and then it's you know it's it's game on again. The, the only I, thing I've is, I've got a good feeling about Brentford well, tomorrow night. I mean, Brentford beat Man City twice last season. They do well against which, the big teams. Which they? leads me to believe they'll absolutely not do anything tomorrow night. <laughs> because of course they won twice when it didn't matter to us. Mm. And now so we I need did, them to and it'll be a disaster. Yeah, I expect a goal <laughs> after 10 minutes and then a 3-0 win for City. But those are the type of teams that will occasionally <clears> beat City. You know, Wolves have They've beat them twice last year. They can Palace do it. Done it. Yeah, it they won't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ivan Tony's back as well, so mm. I'm not giving. Me, I'll, I'll watch it until City yeah. score. I'm avoiding it like the play. Oh I'm no, I'm saying. gonna watch it till City score. So I'll watch till about ten past eight, and then I can <laughs> get on with the rest of my night. Uh, it's like what a difference it is, though. Like you know, Wednesday night, how buzzing we all were. Yeah. So like, yeah. Thursday, Football. I'm like, you know, I had like work that I had to do in that, but. I just wanted to get to like get all my work out the way so I could watch all like just whatever content I could find, you know, just different like videos and stuff like you know the stuff that the club puts out, yeah, just other stuff that like it's you great know, that after a massive win, isn't talking it? about it. No, you just want to soak it all up, and then that happens today, and I'm just going to avoid everything all week. Now the club will put like the inside training video, and I'll be like, oh no, don't, <laughs> I can't be watching that, and it's too soon. I'm not ready for it. I'm not watching it. Whereas last week it was like, oh my god, look at Thiago, look at the goal he scored outside of the yeah. fourth, and, and then we actually never even mentioned Thiago came on. He wasn't on for long enough. He wasn't yeah. on for long enough. Be- good. Barely He's touched good. it, did he? No. Good. He needs to touch the Jess for men or shave his hair by the looks of it, though. He's going great in his 30s. But, yeah. you know, he came on. It's good to have him back. How long he'll be back, we don't know. But it can't harm to have him if he's fit. It's just, will he stay fit, isn't it? Um, you know, <laughs> there's not really much else to say because, again, he couldn't really do anything at that point. The game, We weren't playing well. The game was gone. No. Or, got, or, or certainly 
slipping out of our grasp really quickly. Hey, again, look, that, that Chelsea pod was very um, triumphant and went on for hours. At least if you're listening to this one, it's not going to be two hours. No. You haven't got to spend a lot of time in misery. <laughs> no, it's not. So, uh, should we talk about the uh, the team for the next game, for the Burnley game? What, what do we think we're going to see? Uh, I'd be surprised if, if Conor Bradley's back. I think, you know, I, I would it's not big, be time to come back and that, say, you know what, like... stay with your family. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's a young lad. If he was older... Losing yeah, it's the age story, thing, you know, Then you'd say, yeah. you'd leave it up to, if he was older, you'd leave it up to him and say, look, you just come back whenever you want. I feel like they maybe need to take that out of his hands and, and just say yeah. to him, look, stay with your family, don't don't worry about it, stay until like the funeral and then then come back. But I don't know, maybe like he, that- might, he might be needing to get away and needing to get back to take his yeah. mind off it all. You just know Who Klopp knows? will handle those conversations yeah. really well. Yeah, total, total faith in, in however Klopp handles it. But I'm not counting on on him being available for the next. Well, definitely for the next game. So maybe till after the funeral. You yeah. know, it could be it could be a while. Uh, yeah. Anywhere on Mo? What, what's Mo's situation? Uh, it's all. It's gone worryingly. Liverpool, sort of low key. We don't talk about what's going on, hasn't it? Like with an injury. Mm. If he's going to come I back, I reckon it'll be for the cup final. Yeah. So I think there's a month out here. Yeah, I I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a quick one. Especially oh, hamstrings, yeah. Because you could turn a you could turn a, a small tear into a large tear if you don't look after it properly. So I'd say he's going to be gone for no, a month. There's no point of reference either, is there? It's not like no, well, you know, the last injured. time you had a, an injury, you were out for three weeks. It's like you know, it's never happened before. So, yeah. yeah, probably I, too soon for him next week. What about Sabosley? What's the word on him? Did yeah, I didn't even know he was injured. I I knew I knew because someone had put on Twitter last night that he wasn't with the squad. You know when they remember like the story came out all Tiago's with the squad. Yeah, yeah. I had the same person who put that out. They were in the hotel, I think. They seen them and they said like Sabozlai wasn't with them, so that's a red mm-hmm. flag straight away. Like, okay, what's gone on there? So then when it comes out, he's not playing. That was not a surprise, but I don't know what's up with him. But again, training, we shouldn't need. He was to... on the training video. We shouldn't need yeah, him for Burnley at home. No. So. Rob Robo start surely. We need we need. Uh, Ro- it'd be Ro- it'd be a classic back four, wouldn't it? It'd be Robo, yeah. Verge, uh, Gomez, and Trent, and then no, when, when's, en- when's Endo re- going to get back? Oh, he and, might be back. Just, yeah, yeah, he'll be back now. Yeah, so See, could, Minamino what, what? was on was on the bench for Monaco today. Played for Japan yesterday, and then he was on the bench for Monaco. So just just back on the defence though. Would you would you would you not give Joe a rest? And get put Quanser in. Uh, he's got a week off, hasn't he? And he didn't play yeah, the maybe. game today. Either. Maybe, maybe, maybe. There's an argument for it if we were playing midweek, definitely. Yeah, I, 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 I would also like to see him back at centre half as well, and just see that his, Gomez... his all-round brilliance can continue in a different, in another position. Gomez doesn't get muscle injuries though. Yeah, that's true. He tends to he tends to get like bone breaking injuries, so yeah. he's yeah. pretty resilient to the day to day. It's just he gets freak injuries bones rather than muscle. Yeah, so I, I so, think yeah. he'll be fine. So Endo, yeah, I'd definitely play Endo if he's back, assuming he's he's not like taking to a couple of knocks when he's away. Macca and Curtis, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see Macca further forward. Has he played as an eight yet? I think yeah, he has. Yeah, I think he had one one game. Uh, It was an away game. Oh, it was the game when um, Sheffield United away, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the greatest advert. It was when he got like that uh, stamp on the knee. And then Darwin through the middle, 
Jota, Jota right. And then mm, Diaz left. Diaz left, I yeah. suppose, yeah. Yeah. That kind of picks itself, really. I don't think Gakpo's yeah. done enough to force <laughs> his way in. Yeah. To be honest, that game can't come soon enough. I know, I wish it was bad t- Yeah, I just need to get a bad taste of this game out. Mm-hmm. Out of the way. Uh, anything else? Nah. No, I've had enough. I've had enough as well. It was mm. shit. <laughs> Tapping out. Pissed off. Did you see Ramsdale shouting at? Oh, what a prick. Fucking hell. Like that, that pissed me off because Anthony Taylor's got no control over the fact that is, you know, is um, the battery's dead. Yeah, yeah. like he, he can't do anything about like the machinery's failed or whatever's gone on. He's not just like deliberately just fucking wasting time. And you just see him in the background, fucking Diet Coke Pickford, screaming yeah. like, you know, fucking hell, fucking come on. I'm like, what? What are you? What I mean, are you that's definitely it, as well. That's why like he's got a Cockney accent. I know he's not a Cockney, that's, is he? Where's he from? No, Yorkshire. Well, then, like Ramsdale, he, he yeah, must I be. think yeah. He's <laughs> definitely I'm, waving I'm a look. look accents, definitely. He's not. definitely waving a look. What a good teammate flag what, there, isn't he? He's yeah. like, look, look at me on the bench. I'm supporting the team. I'm, you know, want 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 the best for the boys, even though I'm not playing. That was the whole point of that was that was for his own teammates on the bench and for the manager rather than for anything else it was just fucking look at me look at me absolute fucking bellend fucking Arsenal hate losing to Arsenal you know I know yeah it's shit isn't it really shit it is oh well I've got to wait another week now so have we set another season record tonight but this time for the shortest part what have we done about an hour and ten something like that yeah yeah I think maybe some of the Europa League ones might have been, or League Cup might have been a bit shorter. Uh, probably should have done some questions as well, but I just couldn't face putting that oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll call it a night then. Uh, I'm not expecting a, a lot of people to listen to this because I wouldn't do it as me. I, my dad, like, my dad loves the pods, but he's like, I'm not listening when we get beat, but we don't get beat very often, like, so. Yeah. True. I just think, like, you know, just suck it up. We've had to do it, so they should have to listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, that'll do. Um, thanks for listening, if you did listen. Yeah, you absolutely. Fucking part-time, fair-weather, fucking... <laughs> Fuck, fucking Not that fucking absolute troopers if you are listening, fair yeah. play. No, if you if you've listened, yeah, much appreciated. Nice one. Yeah, nice one. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be back next you week. You should put so. a... You should put a keyword at the end, like, and say something to put in the comments either on Twitter or on the forum so they know they've listened to the end. So that you can, if you've listened to the end, you can say, like, I don't know. El Pistolero. Yeah, Pistolero, <laughs> there you go. Put it in the comments and we'll know you've listened to the end. Yeah. Fair, p- p- fair play. Pistolero, that's oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. We're out. We're done. Nice one. Right, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>